Hello, and welcome to episode 101 of Inside Job with V and Pam. This week, we are talking about thinking versus embodying, specifically regarding the inner critic. V shares a recent experience that triggered her own inner critic, and we discuss the idea of taking action versus the reality of taking action. Pam talks about the inner critic's job and asks, what is so difficult about being seen? Ultimately, we recognize that the inner critic is simply a part of us as humans, and that each of us is so much more than a collection of our parts. This week's big question is, when the inner critic shows up for you, how do you recognize it and what do you do next? We hope you enjoy this week's conversation. Welcome to Inside Job with V and Pam. We're here to share and discuss ways that we have found joy, meaning, self-love, and purpose in our life journeys. Though our lives have unique trajectories and we all have our own experiences, one truth remains constant. Change is an inside job. Our wish is to share at least one spark that lights your inner flame helping illuminate what's true for you so that you can find your next right steps. Hey there, this is Virginia. Before we head to today's episode, I'd like to tell you about a couple of offerings from Vila Bassi Transformational Coaching. The first is a free oracle card reading. This is a brief introduction into the ways that oracle cards can bring you clarity and help you remember what's most important to you so that you can find your next right action along your life journey. The second is a mini coaching session. If you're curious about coaching or cards or just have a couple of questions before you dive in deeper, you can find the links to both of these in the show notes, and I look forward to meeting you for a card reading or a quick chat. Hi, Pam. Hi, Virginia. Highlight of my week. (laughs) Me too. You know the drill. I'm going to go ahead. Yeah, go for it. How are you being today? Yeah, and I haven't thought of it. Like sometimes I I think about it coming, but most of the time I don't. Mm-hmm. And how I'm being today, and just sort of being generally, is um, I, I said this last time. I think is spacious. This time it feels more like um, a little calm inside, which is. Mm-hmm. And I don't even mean little, but like there's a sense of calm. So I'm feeling a sense of calm that has started to become more natural to me more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and it really started back in January when I talked about boundaries. I, I, I just know that this is a ripple from that um, because I have a sense of calm that kind of 
jumped out of the spaciousness from last time and that jumped out of it. So, you know, doesn't mean like every minute of every, you know, hour of the day, but it means that there's just a little bit of this, I can feel a perceptible shift in, Mm -hmm. in, in how I'm, how I'm being. And, and I would say starting with how I'm being towards myself first. And then, and then I can, I can honestly say I've seen it ripple this week in different things I've had to kind of um, lead or be a part of where my own sense of being in calmness is uh, being received and felt, you know, when I'm with others. So uh, yeah, I've not thought about it until this exact moment. And one of the things I got to share when I was sharing some gratitudes is um, that, you know, we just did our hundredth episode and that there really is a sense of commitment that we both made um, and that the great benefit is we would do this and have these conversations, whether we were, whether we were recording or not. We did. Exactly. And we do. (laughs) (laughs) And so this one happens to be recorded. Um, But, you know, I think there's just, there was sort of like this, like just a a lot of uh, gratitude washed over me again in, in sharing that again. So um, yeah, so that's how I'm being and feeling and experiencing and just kind of living today. That is so beautiful. And what I hear, first of all, you always paint such a beautiful picture with your words. It's almost as though I can experience some of what you're feeling just Mm -hmm. by the way you're describing it. And what I'm hearing is that you have started to feel it, to embody what you desired when you were struggling yeah. like a month yeah. ago. Yeah. And it does sometimes take that amount of time to feel the change that we begin to create the moment that we say, I'm no longer willing to tolerate X. Yeah. Yeah. It literally takes that because we can say it and be like, okay, finger snap done. That's the beginning. It's not the end. Right, right. It's the beginning of how do I do it differently? Yeah. And having that, like when you're describing that sense of calm and that sense of spaciousness and the way it ripples out, I just picture this little glowing this little glowing ember in you, like the embers at a, at a bonfire. And you just Mm. keep going back to the bonfire and putting a little more wood on it and, and tending that flame. And that's creating that feeling of calm. Yeah. 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 There is kind of a gentle glow about it in a way. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love campfires. I love that imagery. Um, And, you know, it was, it was kind of like pretty early January when I had kind of one of those wake up ahas. Um, you know, I have ahas, everyone, everybody does once in a while, but sometimes you have that like wake up aha, which actually called me to action. Mm. And I mean, I'm going to say propelled me to action. <laughs> and so, you know, it's, it's actually, um, it, it feels like, you know, that, that it, it, like this feels quick in a lot of ways compared to other points in my life. 
So yeah. although it's been, you know, seven, eight weeks or not quite something like that, uh, six, seven weeks, like it's, it's just been so beautifully incremental. And, um, and so that, so that shift, that sort of wake up was something that made me pay attention in a, in a new way. And, mm. and so, um, and so I, you know, that hasn't turned itself off. I don't think it will, you know, I think it's now kind of like, oh, okay. Don't let yourself get to that point again, because right. that was not pretty. Right. And, um, and so yeah. there's, so there's sort of a protectiveness about all of this, I think. Yeah. But not in a way of, I don't feel like it's a protectiveness, like putting up a wall. I think no. you're recognizing the, yeah. I don't think precious is the right word because people use that in a different way these days. I am going to use it because it yeah. feels like a pearl, right? It feels yeah. like tending something that's sacred to you, even if it's even if it doesn't look that way to anybody else, it matters to you and you recognize the value of it and you've created a new awareness. You've expanded your capacity. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. I think that's the way to say it. And it's, it, you know, the protectiveness is, is like, I don't even want to get close to that fence line. Right. You know, so I'm being protective of the, having the spaciousness and, yeah. um, feeling that gratitude and being able to just have a calm inside that, uh, you know, that is really going to help me in so many different ways. So it's very precious to me and, mm-hmm. um, and, and I will be very human in all this. And so there will be times where, you know, I find myself there again. I believe that that is a, a great possibility. Um, but I know it will not take the time it took, um, the next time. And so, um, but, but I want to ask you, how are you being today, my lovely friend? Well, I'm going to say to you that just hearing you talk about this in the last few minutes has helped me greatly. When we, when I came into our scheduled time today, I was feeling very uncomfortable about a step that I took earlier this morning. more uncomfortable than I had anticipated. And I've been, capacity has been coming up a lot, both in my own work and in the conversations I'm having with people. And it's interesting to me that it came up again here and that it came up for me this morning. So how am I being? (laughs) I am being uncomfortable and I am being grateful that we have this opportunity to be with each other and to discuss things like this. And um, I am recognizing my own capacity as well and have what I would love to bring to our table today is the idea about thinking about an action versus embodying the action, if that feels like something we could talk about today. I'm I'm laughing because um yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it perfectly goes along with what you just shared. You recognized back in January that something was propelling you to make a change. 
and you could have thought about it and you could have talked about it with people and you could have come in here and said, I don't like the way this feels. I want things to change. And I've done that myself. And until we take the action, nothing really changes, right? So um, I will go ahead and share a little bit about what happened earlier today. I'm not going to go into details and it's nothing. I don't mean to make it mystical and dramatic. Um, I have gotten some feedback recently that um, as I'm making myself more visible in my business, it may be helpful to me to do so in a way that looks a little more I'm, my first word was mature, <laughs> but I think the real word I'm looking for is sincere. Like people can take me seriously. I'm not just showing up. I don't know. Uh, anyway, I got some feedback that I may want to change the way that I share some information. And I decided for the first time ever to make an introduction to our podcast showing my face and using my voice. No filters, no cute pictures, no still shots, just talking about what the podcast episode is about. And you and I, we just, you said, we just did our hundredth episode. This is 101. We've been doing this for two years, right? I've been sharing my voice I've shared my voice in emails. I've shared my voice in um, launches. I've shared my voice here on the podcast. I've shared pictures of myself. I've put pictures of myself up in my social media. I've put pictures of myself on my website for some reason. However, this combination hit today because I've been building up to this. I didn't think that it would be a big deal to me. I've created a lot of recordings. I've shown myself before. People know what I do. I talk a lot about what I do. For whatever reason, I created this video and thought to myself, yeah, this is great. This will be the next big step. And then I... <laughs> um uploaded it to a social media platform and started to edit it and realized that it wasn't exactly the way I thought it was going to look and thought, well, I'm going to go with it anyway, because the content is there and it's a first try, not a big deal. And I went ahead and published it. And the moment that I got notification that it had been published, I started to, like my stomach started to flip and my inner critic started shrieking. <laughs> how could you do that? That looks terrible. Look at how drab it is. The lighting is horrible. You're everything, everything, judging myself, judging the message, judging the, the presentation, all of it. And what I'm noticing now, I, 
I still feel that way, by the way. Like as I'm even talking about it, it's bringing up this feeling of discomfort and that. <laughs> um, like my stomach feels a little upset. I'm not really comfortable. Even if my face isn't registering that, um, I'm definitely feeling it inside. And what I'm recognizing is this is embodying, pushing past the comfort zone. This is embodying, taking the next right step, even when, even after thinking about it and thinking, oh yeah, that makes sense. That's the next right step intellectually in my head, right? Thinking, yeah, this is the next right step. This is no big deal. And then embodying the next right step and feeling the sensations of doubt and discomfort. And I'm not going to go so far as to say distress because I don't honestly feel distressed, but I am definitely feeling uncomfortable. And allowing this because I know it will pass. And what I'm recognizing is, how, so okay, so how is this different? What's the, what's the big deal? Why am I even talking about this? Because in the past, even in the past few months, not even in the past year or the past six months, but even in the past two or three months, I would have immediately deleted it or I would have recorded it and started to publish it and said, oh, no, nope, this isn't what I thought it was going to look like. I'll just go back to the old way of doing it. I'll go back to the still photo or I'll go back to the animated video that doesn't show my face or I'll figure out a different way to do it. I'm just not going to deal with this right now. And I would have put it down and I would have busied myself and distracted myself with a number of other tasky things um, as an effort to discharge some of that discomfort and slide back to doing it the old way because that's what I'm comfortable with. So embodying the next right step sounds lovely. It sounds delightful and like, oh yeah, no problem. Um, and in real time, what I'm recognizing is that it is not always comfortable and it is not always easy peasy, lemon squeezy, and um, it is still okay. It is okay to embody the next right step and feel the discomfort and recognize that it will pass and that I can change it next time. <sighs> I'm just letting you take all the space you need after that big exhale. Thank you. Yeah. And feeling even closer to you uh, and knowing that myself and I'm sure every single person listening has felt that way before. And it could be a million different things that bring that up, right? Um, 
And I really love that we're focusing on the word embodiment because in my head and in my room, when no one is looking, I can at times feel and see that that person that I am and that I wish to be out there in public. Um, But when I get right up to that line, my inner critic decides to sound the early warning system. Yeah. And I, I don't think you used the word scream, but you used, you used such a good word to say my inner critic was, or my shrieking. shrieking. Yes. That, oh, it's like, it's like our inner, yeah, exactly. It's like our inner critic has like a literal, like three to five foot box. And that's our, that's the perimeter. Uh, And so as soon as we start to get up to that line, it starts shrieking, it starts going off. And, and, and really it's doing its job. It's trying to keep us what it thinks is safe, what that part of us thinks is safe uh, by, by, I'm going to say it. This is, this is the part I think that it gets to for me is I'm being seen. I'm being, I'm being more myself and how dare I? Yes. Right. How dare I put myself out there as if I'm, I'm just being me. Um, because my inner critic wants me to have that facade up and wants me to keep in this little perimeter because that is the only way it knows how to keep me safe. But you have been, I have been, people listening to this have been really pushing at those seams for a very long time. And those are like not actual walls, that perimeter, that box, Um, but they might as well be (laughs) at times, right? Right. Um, And so my question is, and really this may be just more of a big general question is, what is hard about being seen? Well, it's exactly, it's exactly for me what you were just sharing. I see who I want to be in the world and I see it in my mind's eye and I see it in my aspirations, stepping up to that feels like some days like today feels like trying to leap across the Grand Canyon. And yet it's also as close as just literally reaching up my hand and taking her hand and allowing her to help me step up. So as we're talking, I have two sticky notes, right? in my workspace over my laptop. The first one says in giant block letters, who do you think you are? (laughs) And how dare you? That's not what it says. It just says, who do you think you are? And the second one is a reminder to myself, focus on including more of my identity in my life's work and matching it 
with how I want the world to see me. That is part of my intention for the year. That is part of my word of the year, which is commitment. Committing to being my whole self by having my own back and showing up in the ways that I want the world to see me. And even right now in this moment, even saying that the alarms are going off and my stomach is tightening and the critic is beside herself. You can't do that. You can't go out there. What will be? And I, I hear all of that. And part of my practice in the last, well, I was going to say the last week, har har, it's a lot longer than that, has been, I've renewed my practice to say, hey, thank you so much. Thank you so much for protecting me. Thank you so much for keeping an eye out for me. I'm going to go ahead and do this anyway. And I really appreciate your dedication because I know in in my inner critic's own way, she is showing me love, right? By trying to keep me safe. So the question isn't, you know, who do I think I am? The question is, how do I show up even more like myself? Um, yeah. As 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 you're sharing, and as I'm <clears throat> thinking of my own experiences with all this, I really think that word embodiment is is part of the answer to all this uh, in some way, because I've done this. I think, you know, we, we all do this in some ways of like this part of me and this part of me. What if we don't have parts? Yes. What if, what if we embody our whole self? What if, you know, what if we're, we don't have to pick the parts up and build ourselves every day. Uh, my biggest part for so long was people pleaser. Like that was the part that 90% of the world got to see. And all those other parts were sort of thrown around on the floor and many hidden, like in the closet, never to be seen. Yeah. And, and so I, I'm, I'm really feeling that like, I'm going to, think about not talking about myself in parts, this part of me, it's a really big habit that I have, I have to say. Um, and I, and I talk about my inner critic in that way as well. Um, but my inner critic is a part of me and not just a part. Um, and it is, and, and so some, in some ways I can feel that I have embodied that in ways that I respond much more softly and gentle with myself for the most part. Mm -hmm. And then there are times when that just that the harsher voice comes out and I just sort of feel like, Oh, I deserve that. Right. Uh, I don't, by the way, because it wasn't a catastrophic thing. It wasn't anything that I wouldn't 
completely might not even see if another person did it. But there are times when that voice, you know, that see that when my inner critic's voice, my my critical voice comes out in a way that is just the loudest. And I've worked really hard on turning the volume down, but when it's ready to shriek, it will shriek. Um, But I do think that, you know, being seen is something that, you know, many of us struggle with. And, um, you know, for me, that goes all the way back to, am I worthy? Am I enough? Am I lovable? I mean, it's that young and that deep. It's the original thoughts of, you know, should I even exist? That kind of thing. And so being seen was a dangerous thing uh, because I would, I was predicting that others would see what I felt or what I saw when I looked at myself. And, uh, and, and so, you know, dismantling all this is not an easy thing at all. Um, But I love that question. Can you ask it again about the last one that you asked? Not the question of who do I think I am, but how do I, how do I focus on including more of my identity in my life's work Yeah, and match it with how I want the world to see me? Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> because... We already possess that. Yes. But we have yet to acknowledge it. Well, with every next right step, we welcome it a little more. Yeah. Yeah. It, It sometimes it feels like that's the thing that gives us the ability to now do that. But I think it, the fact that we do it is, is really the part that acknowledges, you know, like. I already have this within me. I can see it now too. Yeah. 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 There's definitely a symbiosis there. Yeah. And I love what you said about not seeing ourselves as parts, but recognizing that all of our parts are what make us whole. Someone said to me recently, like in the past year, um, maybe a little bit longer, each of us is a symphony, right? If any one section of the symphony played, you might be able to recognize what was going on, but quite probably not. It's not until all the parts play together that you hear the beauty of the piece. Wow. I'm writing that down. Yeah. 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 One note in an orchestra might sound really harsh, but when you balance it with all the other things, it's, it's, it's exquisitely beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm. I am really going to be thinking about embodiment and the whole of ourselves deeply after this conversation. Um, That's a great question. That's a great uh, thing to think about, Virginia, that you shared. And um, your word of the year, you know, that commitment that you've made to yourself is really helping you to, to, to live it and to be it. 
just like we ask at the beginning of every every uh, session here, um, how are you being? Yeah. Well, any last words or I feel like you're complete. I just want to check. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm complete for now. Thank yeah. you for holding the space to help me bring this forward and unpack it and process it in real time. I appreciate your support, your reflections, your insights. Very much so. Well, we go back and forth on that. So we, we equally trade that. Um, so it's my honor and I, and I appreciate you so much because you do that for me all the time. And that's really one of the catalysts for me in January, this thing that I talk about, which is, I just had this sort of kind of push through breakthrough. Uh, and it was your space holding and your love that really let me talk about it and start it, start to hear what I was feeling. So, and thank you everyone for listening. Um, we will see you next week. Bye everyone. Take good care, Pam. Thank you so much for listening today. To share your comments, your questions, your ideas, and to reach Pam directly, please email coachpamdavis at gmail.com. If you'd like to find out more about Virginia's work, please visit her website, www.vlbassi.com. We look forward to joining you again next week. And remember, change is an inside job.